0: on Breakfast with Champions. And that means the world to me and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much.
1: Um, I am Kate Volman. I am the CEO of Floyd Consulting. My team and I work with organizations to help them build dynamic cultures so people love coming to work and accomplishing great things together. And it's such an honor to do that for a living. Um, I also have a a newsletter called Massive Optimism. It's um, a weekly newsletter, so if you want to receive three to five ideas to inspire you each week, go to massiveoptimism.club, super easy, massiveoptimism.club, and I'm so excited to invite you all to a couple of some YouTube lives that I have next week I have scheduled because I've met some really incredible people on this app, people that I never would have met otherwise, I just wouldn't have. And I'm sure you feel the same way, right? Like we get to come in these rooms and we get to hang out with people from all over, not only the country, but all over the world. It's so cool. And so I'm doing three live streams next week at 5.30 PM, Monday, Tuesday and Thursday. Um, and so I put the link to my YouTube channel. If you subscribe to my YouTube channel, you can check out some of those shows that I have coming up. Um, like I said, I get to talk to Stephen McCall who I met on this app and Glenn uh, interviewed a couple weeks ago. Um, I am t- I am speaking with Elle Michelle, who, uh, many of, you know, who she started working with GoDaddy, I mean, not GoDaddy, Snoop Dogg, uh, because of her relationships that she built on this app. Um, and my friend Tasha Chen, who some of you have met, uh, because I had, I brought her into this room to talk to all of you last month during, uh, the conversations around money. And she has a money gratitude journal. You can go to moneygratitudejournal.com to get her free gratitude journal. And so I have a couple of those interviews set up. So um, please join us, join us for uh, some fun conversations next week. So I am in D.C. Um, I love it here. I love it here. I haven't been to D.C. in a really long time. I was thinking about it. I'm like, have I been to D.C.? I have been to D.C. when I was like a a kid. Because Was anyone else in safety patrol? Do you guys remember safety patrol? (laughs) In safety patrol, you get to do that, uh, you get to go on the trip to DC. So I did go to DC on my trip when I was a safety patrol, like, you know, in middle school. Um, And so it's really cool to be back. I love the energy, I love the energy of a big city. I've never actually lived in a big city, but I feel like in another life I must have because man, I love it. I've always been attracted to living in a a big city maybe not as big as new york new york is a little overwhelming to me but but dc and chicago and boston are all places i really really love and so yesterday i went for a walk after my workout uh, to go see the white house because i'm in dc so i have to go see the white house right Um, and i tried guys i tried not to be a tourist i really did i was like looking at the white house i was kind of snapping a few pictures i like you know tried to take a selfie where no one was looking but i wasn't doing a great job because this guy walked up to me and he was like hey do you want me to take a picture of you over there <laughs> so i got my picture in front of the white house and as i was walking around i was wearing um my rise and grind sweatshirt i was wearing my rise and grind sweatshirt and uh so proud to be doing that and it's funny because when i checked into the hotel the guy said to me he's like what's that say rise and grind I'm like, yeah, I get to be part of this incredible community and Glenn Lundy and Breakfast of Champions. And so it became this conversation starter and it's just a fun way to kind of spread the message of joy to other people because not everybody gets to be part of this room and not everybody knows that people like us exist, right? People that could commit to waking up at five in the morning to hear these incredible messages. And so continue to share this message of breakfast and champions and rising grind and what we are doing here as a community. So this month's theme is faith, faith. And I love this theme. I love it. Yesterday I went to Starbucks and as I was waiting in line for my coffee, I noticed, you know how they have those chalkboards sometimes near the coffee machines and they have different quotes on it. So the quote in Starbucks yesterday was this so great. Um, it was from Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., and it says, faith is taking the first step even when you don't see the whole staircase. And I smiled. Not only did I smile because I absolutely love that quote. It's one of my favorite quotes, but also because, oh, my gosh, how fun. Here I am in Starbucks in D.C. for a training, and I do my segment tomorrow. The month is all about faith, and this is the quote that is in Starbucks today because there are no accidents, right? I find that to be so great. So I smiled and I just looked up and I, and I read it again because it's a great quote. Faith is taking the first step even when you don't see the whole staircase. And he also said those famous words, I have a dream, I have a dream. If we don't have faith in our dreams, fear prohibits us from taking the first step. When we have faith in our dreams, and we know that our dreams are meant for us, we're empowered to not only take that first step, but to take the second step and to take that leap, to leap before we're ready, to take the first step and the next step, not knowing where it's gonna lead, but knowing that it's meant for you and knowing that the journey along the way is also meant for you to help you become the person that you were born to be. We have to have faith in the process, faith in the process, trust the process, people say, right? Trust the process. And we're like, yeah, 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 we get it. But it can be challenging to do. So in my newsletter this month, I actually shared this story about comedians. And I wanna share it because it's pertinent to this conversation around faith and the process. Last night, I went to see a comedy show at the Palm Beach Improv. An evening filled with friends, comedy, and laughter is one of my favorite weekend activities. In addition to entertainment, we can actually learn a lot about business and the creative process from comedians. Think about it. They get on stage night after night performing their craft. Sometimes laughter fills the room as the comedian is a, is a, as if a, the comedian is a maestro leading an orchestra. Other nights, uncomfortable silence sits between them and an unimpressed audience. Either way, the comedian shows up and does the work. They share their stories. They explore new ways of expressing ideas, hoping to make the world laugh. They discover what words to remove to strengthen a joke and how a simple voice inflection or pause is the difference between roaring laughter and those courtesy chuckles. When they're not on stage, they're writing. They're brainstorming with friends and colleagues. They're coming up with new material. The more popular they get, the more attention they receive. They embrace the fans who fill their ego. They ignore the haters. They show up and do the work. They don't know how long it'll take to get a deal from Netflix or Amazon, or when they'll receive a call inviting them to play a part in a feature film. Tomorrow? Two years? 10 years? Never? It doesn't matter. They show up and do the work. They love the process. They love the high after an incredible performance and the push to get better after a disastrous night. So how are you showing up? Are you putting in the work for your business, your creative pursuits and your dreams? There are no guarantees in life. We can't get the outcome we're hoping for by waving a magic wand, but we can show up and do the work even when things aren't going as planned. We can figure out what's working, what's not and what we need to do to keep going. We get to believe in our ideas. We get to love the process. We get to keep showing up. We have faith. So how strong is your faith? What do you need to do to strengthen that faith so you can take the next step towards your dreams? And think about this. Don't just pass it along. Think about what do you need to do to strengthen that faith? so that you take the next step towards your dreams. Journal about it. What's holding you back? And if you're thinking, hey, nothing's holding me back because I go after my dreams, question that too. Because as you build your dreams and as you gain more confidence and as you continue to trust the process and do more and be more and become more, it's great when we're in that phase of action but maybe you're pursuing the dreams that you have go, that that you that you that you are going after that you feel so strongly about but what else what else can you do to make an even bigger impact to create even bigger dreams because once we get stronger in our faith stronger in our commitment stronger in our confidence stronger in our determination stronger in our commitment stronger in our discipline There's always a next level to go because we can always get better. I'm at a, I'm doing a training right now. And like I said, I'm I'm here in DC. I'm delivering a training to a, a, a group of 24 leaders. They're all on the leadership team. And like I said, I run a coaching company. So this is what we do. A lot of the, most of the work we do is around company culture. We train leaders. We help people become coaching leaders. We certify dream managers. And I absolutely, one of my favorite things to do, and I love coming together and working with groups of teams to help them build dynamic cultures, to help them build a culture where people love coming to work, they're doing great things, they're fulfilling the mission of the organization. And so uh, Matthew Kelly wrote the book, The Dream Manager, and that is really what we talk about in in this training. We talk about the six immutable principles of a dynamic culture These principles are true. They were true 20 years ago. They will be true 20 years from now. And they are true today for everyone. And so it's a really fun training to do. And and in addition to the content that I share, I also, of course, throw in lots of activities that that really bond a team. And one of the activities that I love to do that's really fun that you can actually do with your team, and I encourage you if you're looking for a fun activity to bring your team together. This is an activity that's really great. You give everyone a piece of paper and you have them write down one dream, one personal dream that they have in their life that they aren't nervous to share, that they wouldn't mind everyone knowing, but but probably people don't know this about them. So they have one dream and they write it down on a piece of paper. And then they give those pieces of paper to me. And... (laughs) <laughs> this was so crazy. So it's, there's 24 leaders in the room, all incredibly wonderful people, all very passionate about the work that they do. They're all very breakfast with champions like they would love this room. And so I asked them, I gave them the, their piece of paper and I said, I need you all to write down one dream that you have for your life personally. And do you know what people said? They looked at me and then they looked at the paper and then they looked back up at me. And more, and multiple people said, oh, this is really hard. And what's crazy is that I hear that all the time. That is a common response. This is really hard. And all I asked them to do was write down one, one dream. <laughs> and it was hard because most people aren't thinking about their dreams, right? Most people aren't thinking about the dreams that they have for themselves and their lives and their families. So they write down a dream and here's the exercise. So you have them write down a dream. Then then they all pass them back up to me. We go through some of the training. At the end of the training, I do this at the end of the training. I take those pieces of paper and then I read each paper aloud and I share the dream that's on the piece of paper. And the team has to guess whose dream it is. It is the most fun exercise. It is such a fun exercise to do because you get to learn a lot about the people in the room. It also encourages every single person in that room to leave that day and go ask someone else, what's your dream? Go ask someone else in their life that is important to them, what's your dream? And I know that some of these leaders are going to go back to their teams and they're going to do this exercise because we need to dream we need to make it a norm to ask somebody what's your dream and not have them look at you like you're crazy or say things like this is hard. Faith is believing the future is bigger than your past. When we believe the future is bigger than our past, we are more engaged in our life. So what do we need to do to believe that the future is bigger than our past? We need to dream. We need to dream about that bigger future. And think about it. I asked these people to write down one dream that they had for their life. But what we do, what I normally do with people, is I ask them to write down a hundred dreams. A hundred dreams. This is how we start off every one of our dream manager clients is 100 dreams. And they're all different areas of dreams because we have dreams in 12 different areas. We have dreams in men and in, um, physical, emotional, spiritual, legacy, creative. Right. We've got material, intellectual, legacy. Psychological, we have dreams in every single area of our lives. And when we focus on building those dreams every single day and when we focus on those dreams, we're able to have more faith because we're excited about making those dreams come true. We're excited about building that bigger future. So during this training, there's six immutable principles of a dynamic culture, like I shared. And it's in Matthew Kelly's book, The Culture Solution, which is one of the best books you'll ever pick up if you're, if you are leading a team, if you're running a company. I highly recommend this book, The Culture Solution. So the six immutable principles are this. Number one, make culture a priority. Number two, mission is king. Number three, over-communicate the plan. Number four, hire with rigorous discipline. Number five, let people know what you expect. Number six, grow your people
2: by creating a coaching... Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called "The Morning Five: Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning." If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day.
1: Culture. And whenever we do a leadership training, we go through all these six principles. We also have people take. A culture assessment because we have a culture assessment that can actually assess the culture of your organization right now and if you want that if you want that assessment just send me a dm on instagram and just put culture assessment i'll send you the link to our culture assessment but it's a quick 25 question online survey and you get your results back it's free so just DM me if you want a culture assessment to evaluate your culture and you get a culture score. You get a culture Kate, score. name of Kate, what's oh, that book again. Oh, The Culture Solution. The Culture Solution by Matthew Kelly. And if you want that culture assessment, just send me a, a link um just send me a DM over on Instagram and I will send you a link to the free culture assessment and you'll get a score that shares your culture. So of these six principles, and these, these are great because what I love about this book is yes, these six principles are, are to create a dynamic culture, but I say to Matthew all the time, I'm like, this book helps everything. It helps families. It helps relationships. It's, it's, it's everything. Cause these principles can relate to everything in our lives. So principle number two is mission is King. And in this particular training that I'm doing, we're kind of stuck. Spotlighted on this one right now. And this happens in every training that I do. Usually every company has like one or two of these that they really need to focus on. Hire with rigorous discipline is one of the biggest ones. It's one of the most common that people are like, yes, this is the one. It's this and usually grow your people by creating a coaching culture because we talk about how we really share how to become a a coaching leader. How do you become a coaching leader? A coaching leader that builds your people up so this particular company, Mission is King. And when I think about having faith and I think about dreams, having a mission, having a strong mission in your organization is so important. And one of the women yesterday, she raised her hand and she said, well, Kate, do, do you think that we need a mission personally? And I said, absolutely, right? Like. Yes, we need a mission for the organization. We need to have a very clear mission because the mission of an organization is the North Star. Having the mission of the organization is like, when things get tough and we're trying to make decisions, we need to look at the mission. What's the mission that we're on? When we don't have a mission, what happens? We go all over the place because there is shiny object syndrome. we where's things that we wanna do, We wanna do everything. We wanna do all the things. In fact, that's one of the biggest success traps in business and in life. Don't fall into the success trap. What is the success trap? The success trap is way too many opportunities. When we have way too many opportunities, it's so easy to lose sight of the direction that we're going. We jump from thing to thing to thing. When we hear, oh, I need to be doing Instagram and now I'm on Instagram and now, oh, no, no, no. Podcasting is where it's at. Now I'm doing to doing, do podcasting. Or I need to have an online business. I, I have to go do that now, instead of focusing on what I'm focusing on. It's really hard to stay focused. It's challenging to stay focused on the main thing. We've got to keep the main thing, the main thing. And this is why we need to have a strong mission. One of the guys yesterday, he raised his hand, he goes, Well, I feel like our mission changes. It kind of changes every day. And we digged right into that. I said, well, what do you mean? Tell me about that. And what we decided and what we came up with and what I helped them realize, it's not the mission that changes, it's the strategy. Having a strong mission, one of the things that it does, it allows for pivots. It's easier to pivot when you know where you're going. When you know exactly where you're going, you keep that the main thing. You keep that the North Star, but you're able to make changes in the strategy. You're able to make changes in the direction. You're able to come to the table and say, hey, this is our mission, but. We're not going to keep doing the same thing just because we've done it for years, if it's no longer serving the mission. When you have a strong mission, you're able to have better conversations. What you're also able to do, you're able to disagree and commit. When we have a strong mission, we disagree and commit. Meaning, how many of you work for an organization, or even in your company, you have a team, and you you lead. How many of you have ever worked in an organization where somebody has made a decision that you didn't agree with, but that was a decision that you went with? It's it's happened to everyone, right? It's happened to all of us. If you've worked in any kind of organization, there's a decision that was made and you're like, okay, that's not what I would have done, but let's go. And it's okay as long as the decision was made, not because of personal preferences, not because, hey, that's what Justin wants or that's what Glenn says. No, it's what's best for the mission. When we make it mission-centered, everyone can get on board. Everyone can see the bigger future we have and can see where we're going, the direction that we're headed when we have a strong mission and we're able to disagree and commit. I have a guy on my team. He's the best (laughs) because we tease each other all the time. He'll be like, "Okay, I don't know. Oh, because your team, oftentimes in organizations, your team, they want to make you king. So instead of keeping mission King, they want to make you King or Queen. So they're like, all right, Lolita, what do you want? Whatever you want, we're just going to do it. Cause that's what Lolita says, or that's what Jan says, Jan says this. And so we're doing it. And so it's our responsibility as a leader to say, no, what's best for the mission. We're making the decision based on what's best for the mission. Not what I believe, not what I think, but what's best for the mission. And so When you have a team that is mission-centered, you're able to say, like this one particular guy on my team, we have differences of opinions all the time. And we tease each other, we joke, because when we actually agree on something, we're like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. But he has a lot of value, I have a lot of value, we bring everything to the table, we make the decision based on mission. And there are, every single time, it comes down to, all right, I. I, th- you're, I see where we're going with this. And yes, this is the best direction for the mission. And we're able to disagree and commit. That is powerful. That is powerful. It also, when you have a personal mission, it allows you to say, Oof, okay, yes, I wanna go these other directions because I'm really excited, but I don't wanna fall into the success trap. So I'm gonna stay focused to fulfill my mission. It's our job as leaders to connect the bigger mission to what people are doing. That's our job, right? People need to know, they need to feel connected to the mission. They need to feel that the things that they're doing on a consistent basis every single day when they show up, that what they're doing contributes to the mission and we have to connect the dots for them. We get to do that. So, In the book, Matthew shares this incredible story. It's so good. He talks about this couple that they're walking by these guys and they're laying bricks. And so they're walking by and they stop and they see this one gentleman and he's laying bricks and and they stop him and they say, hey, excuse me, sir, what are you doing? And the guy says, what does it look like I'm doing? I'm laying bricks. And they're like, okay. So they keep walking. And then they see this other gentleman And they say, Hey, excuse me, sir, what are you, what are you doing? And he looks back, he looks at them and he smiles and he looks back and he takes a couple steps back and he puts his hands up and he's like framing it. And he looks back at them and he goes, I'm building a cathedral. I'm building a cathedral. This guy was like three feet away from this other gentleman who was doing the exact same thing as he was laying bricks. But one guy thought he just was laying bricks and this other person thought he was building a cathedral because that's what he was doing and you know what that person that man he was never even going to see the cathedral that he was building but he knew that what he was doing was for the bigger mission think about how much differently do people show up to work when they have when they know and they believe that they're building something bigger than just laying bricks and that's our responsibility to get them to that place i remember when i was traveling last year and i was in the atlanta airport and and i shared this story before but it just makes me smile and there was this woman in the in the bathroom in the ladies room and and I was going into the ladies room and she was like, good morning, good morning, good morning. And every single woman that walked in, she had this beautiful smile on her face and she was saying good morning to everyone. And it was so adorable. And so I I was walking out and I looked at her and I stopped and I said, are you always this cheerful? And she says, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am, I am. And I said, wow, that's amazing. And I said, you just, I, I said, you just made my day. She goes, oh. Well, you you just made my day. And, I, and, and so I said, hey, do you like working here? And she goes, oh, I love working here. I said, oh, I bet. And so I walked out. And then, and then I was like, oh, wait a second. So I went back in and I said, hey, what's your name? And she says, Marjorie. I said, Marjorie, it is so nice to meet you. I said, this is going to sound weird, probably even weirder, because we're in a ladies room at the airport. But can I take a selfie with you? And so I took a selfie with this woman and she said, Oh my gosh, you just made me my day. And she like almost started crying. And I said, no, you make everyone's day. And then a couple of the women that were walking out, she goes, she's right. You do think about that. This woman was at the Atlanta airport cleaning a bathroom. And that's not the first time that I've experienced someone just like that in the Atlanta airport. And so I want to know the leadership team of the people that are working with this team because they've made that connection between what people are doing every day and the mission. And so as I'm working with this leadership team, they are, they're struggling a little bit to come up with what is that mission? What is the mission and how is it so strong? That people feel connected to it. I think about that story where John F. Kennedy went to Nassau to visit. And he saw this, he saw, he saw the janitor. He saw this man and he was cleaning up the floor. And he walked up to the gentleman and he said, Hey. He said, It's great to meet you. Are you the janitor here? He said, and then he said, You know, what do you do here? And the janitor said, I'm helping to put a man on the moon. The janitor at NASA, that's what his job is. I'm helping to put a man on the moon. How inspiring is that? If you lead a team, do your people not only know the mission, do they, do they believe in the mission? Do they wake up and are they excited to fulfill the mission? Do they feel like they are creating something because people Want to know that what they do matters. We don't want to talk work. We want to talk mission. I'm staying in this beautiful hotel right now in D.C. in downtown D.C., just like you know, blocks away from the White House. It's it's amazing. And the people in this hotel, and actually the training that I'm doing is for a, a hotel group, a hotel management company, and so <laughs> they better be good. <laughs> but But it's so funny because I talked to the GM and I said, every single person has been phenomenal. Every single person. And they have a really clear mission. And their mission is to create memorable moments. Create memorable moments, simple, easy. Right. I tease, I tease groups because I'm like, you know what so many companies do, especially these big corporate companies, they come in and they, they bring in some big, some big consultant. They pay them a lot of money to come up with a mission statement that doesn't mean anything. It just has a lot of words that we don't use on a consistent basis. And you read the mission statement and you're like, wait, what? Your mission statement for your business, your mission statement for your life should be so clear, crystal clear that you're excited. One of the guys that's in the training yesterday, he goes, my mission is to be better every day. Like literally that's his thing. That's all I care about. I want to be better, I want to be better. I want to get better every day, better every day, better every day. People can get on board with that, right? How many of you want to be better every day? Yes. (laughs)
3: With
1: yes <laughs> Say yes if you want to be better every day. Yes. Yes. I, do. Yes. I sure do. I do. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Better every day. Yes. Like that's a mission we can get on board with. And so when I think about faith, we have faith, We, we have when yes, we don't know what it's going to look like, but when we have a strong mission, it gives us faith to where we're going. And that's what we need as human beings. We want to believe. We want to believe in that bigger future. And so when we're focused on our dreams, when we're focused on our mission, when we're putting those two together, not only in the organizations that we work with, but in our personal lives. You know, I know some people are, they have a mission for for themselves. They have a mission for their company. They have a mission for their family. How powerful when we're all working towards the same thing. And one of the things that I think is so incredible and one of the things why I love the mission of that, that we create that um, creating memorable experiences or creating memorable moments is. Every single person can do that and is empowered to do that, because great cultures create empowerment, not entitlement every single decision that the people at the front desk make they're doing it because they know that they're here to create memorable experiences that's what their mission is so they know what they do so every time you get an extra smile from someone or you get a little upgrade or you you or something goes wrong and you go down and speak with somebody at the front desk and they do those nice little things and they give you those little extra bonuses They do that because they know and they understand the Maya Angelou quote, that people will forget what you did, they will forget what you said, but they will never forget how you made them feel. And yes, this is the hospitality industry, but we should all live that way in any business. People do business because they'll never forget how you made them feel. Did you make them feel special? Did they love working with you? Did you go above and beyond? And so when what a gift that we have to do this for the people in our lives and the people on our teams. It's way easier to keep that faith when we believe, when we believe that our dreams are meant for us. Dr. Lacey was talking about this, believing in your heart, And I say this all the time, if you have a dream in your heart, if there's something that you want to do and pursue and make happen, and you've been wanting to do it for years and you keep stopped and you're not doing it for whatever reason, fear, doubt, timing, procrastination, all the excuses, because that's what they are. Let's just be real. The excuses we make. When are you going to put faith in the fact that those dreams are meant for you? And maybe you don't know how you're going to get there, but that doesn't matter. You don't need to know. All you need to know is that that dream is yours for a reason. And all you need to do is take the next step. That's it. That's one of the reasons I love this this community so much is because we get to learn from each other. Last week, I talked about noticing. What are you noticing? How are people doing things differently that you can that you can mirror, that you can emulate, that you can reach out to and say, hey, how did you get that done? Because if you're if one of your dreams is to share a message and you want to, you know, I always go, my mind always thinks more creative projects, but it could be anything, right? Like it could be taking dance lessons or or, or becoming a dancer or any of those things. But if your goal, if you want to share a message and you want to build a you want to start a podcast or build a YouTube channel or all of those pieces, what is stopping you from doing that? Are you so stuck on tech are you Are you a perfectionist? Are you stopping yourself from pursuing your dreams because, oh, it's not perfect yet, I don't have the right technology or equipment, and I don't know how yet, and you know again, excuses. there are things that we can control. there are things that we can't control. When we focus, hey, we get to choose which we focus on, right? We could focus all day long and write a list of all things we can't control or we can focus on all the things we can't control on the most powerful, empowering thing that we can do is focus on what we can control. Because when we do that, guess what? There's actually a lot we can control. A lot. One of the, th- uh, the other activities that I, I love having my, these these teams do is um, is gratitude. We talk a lot about gratitude in here. It's in the morning five planner, right? You got to write down your gratitude and your goals every single morning. So we get it, we do this, but not everybody does this. And what's so interesting is when we when we, when we, we focus on gratitude, it makes us happier, right? So I always think about it, I ask them like, what comes first, happiness or gratitude? Are you grateful because you're happy? Or are you happy because you're grateful? You're happy because you're grateful. Because every single day we get to focus on, which is why I love the Morning Five Planner. If you don't have it, you need to get yourself a Morning Five Planner it forces us. No, it doesn't force us. It sounds bad. It gives us the opportunity (laughs) every single morning to share what we're grateful for. And it, and it helps us because we have to do it every day. We've got to think deeper and further. So we're not just writing every single day, my family, my friends, my community over and over and over. We have to really think about the small little things that we get to experience every day it gives us the art of noticing how can you notice one more thing that's different today that you're grateful for so what's your dream think about a dream let's get really real let's get really real what is one dream that you have for yourself in your life that you want to make happen but you are not you're stopping yourself for whatever reason And you don't have to share it with us today, but if you'd like to share it with me, please do And over on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. And in addition to sharing what is that one dream that you might just be procrastinating on, what is the one thing you're gonna do today? What is one thing that you are going to do today to push that forward, to take that first step? Because the first step is the hardest, guys. And once you take the first step, your faith becomes stronger and stronger and stronger. You trust the process, you enjoy the journey. I have a, a journal, If, if you, you again, you guys know I'm a big journaler. I have this journal, it's called Create For No Reason. It's from my podcast. I have a podcast with the same name, obviously. Um, I record new episodes and they come out on Monday. So if you're interested in checking out that podcast please you can find it um anywhere you listen to your podcast uh and this journal i have and i'll put the link above because i'm really proud of this journal because i really believe that so many of the when we feel stuck in our lives the things that we aren't pursuing and doing if we gave a little bit of attention if we sat down and let our let our minds be silent for a bit and gave ourselves times to write some of this stuff out that I believe that it would really change our mindset. And so I journal every single day. And this is a journal that has I know not everybody, but sometimes people just really just need like a journal. And so this in this journal, it, it shares 77 journaling prompts to just kind of get you thinking to gain some clarity and some focus and inspire your creativity. And so I would love for you to pick up a copy of your journal if you have one. And if you do, please share it to your stories. I've been getting some text message from friends who have gotten it. And I'm so appreciative of of the support of of everyone who's who's already gotten the journal. I know Mary Lynn got it immediately when I got it, and I'm just so grateful. And I think Megan got one. And so I'm just so, so grateful for everyone. And I hope that it helps it helps you to, in your journaling process, because I do think that that really does support you and your dreams and your goals. Um, like I said, I have a, a, if you're interested, if you would like to get a culture score, if you want to see if you're building a team, if you have a company, an organization, and even if you're just there as a, as a team member, this is an opportunity for you to assess what does, what is the culture of your organization? Just send me a message over on D, on, um, on DM, send me a message on Instagram. I will send you a link to that free culture assessment. It's a quick 25 question quiz. And, uh, and let me know if you want to get that. And then also, um, I'm gonna put the link up to my um, newsletter, Massive Optimism. Like I said, I have this newsletter I share every Sunday. It's kind of got like a little something, a little thought from me for the week. And then um, I have five different ideas. So I share book recommendations, I've shared journaling prompts, I share quotes, um, and uh, you get it in your inbox every Sunday. And it's just a fun way to start the week. So massiveoptimism.club is where you can sign up for that wait, that's weird. Um, And I'm so grateful for all of you. I'm so grateful for this community. I'm so grateful to be here every single Thursday. I really do get excited thinking about what I get to share with all of you. Um, We have about uh, 10 minutes left before I turn it over. So would love to hear from anyone what resonated with you today. If you wanna share one of the dreams that you have that maybe you've been procrastinating on, I would love to hear you from that. So. Um, flash your mic if you have something that you want to share about what we've been talking about today around dreams and mission. And I hear I appreciate...
3: hey, this oh, is Lolita. Go for it. Hey, I think I heard you say you were in DC multiple times. I'm scrolling through my text messages. I'm like, huh. Did she tell me she was coming? Are we meeting for lunch or a cocktail? But I know that's not what we're talking about. So my, <gasps> oh my, are my open. all right. I'm like, are these pictures of her in DC? Did she just say the White House? Can't be true. It can't be true. Not here on Breakfast with Champions. Oh, I love you much, Kate. Um, listen, yeah, a couple of things that you said as always resonated. Um, you know, big dreams and speaking our dreams. Um, sometimes they're so far-fetched in our minds and we we don't talk about them. And One of the things that I spoke last year as a dream was to make sure that my book was out. Another one that I spoke and I continue to speak as a dream is my PhD, Dr. Walker. Another one that I can see is a billboard with coaching cocktails and conversations on it. And the piece that I am thinking about when we think about our dreams and to just add on to the wonderful topic that you talked about today, especially with creating for no reason is creating for no reason is being able to like close your eyes and see that big dream and be able to go and touch it. And the journey, right? You talked about that, the journey of actually getting there. So I wanted to thank you for that. And then I wanted to throw out a couple of my dreams as well. This is Lolita with the T. Oh, I love
1: that. And I love See, you're, you dream big, Lolita, and it's awesome because you have always you always take action. Like that's one thing that I love about our conversations. Lolita is someone who I call on a consistent basis when I'm like, oh, I'm having a struggle on this. And one of the things that is so important when you to have creative friends, like to have other people that are actually taking action, is that you can call them because they push you. Right? like they help you when you're stuck in perfectionism. They help you when you're stuck in overthink to just do something, to take that next step because we can become paralyzed. And that is a gift that we get to do, that we get to bring to everyone in our life when they are pursuing something. We get to push them out of their comfort zone. We get to push them to make some mistakes because that's okay when you do it along the way. The point is we've got to have faith, keep faith to push us to keep going. So Lolita, oh my gosh, I'm calling you and you are awesome. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) Thank you. Oh my gosh. All right, we have a couple more minutes. Who else wants to share?
2: Hey Kate, it's Megan. Megan, go for it. Well, thank you so much. And yes, um, I did order the uh, journal and I can't wait to get it because I love journals and I love what you have done with it, You know, to give, again, it's not just a, a blank book, but it's it's guidance, you know, to take action. Can't wait to get it. But as you were speaking, this is really one of my foundational topics, so to speak, for business building, and it is that mission. And for years, you know, uh, I've had a I've been in the spa world and building businesses. But you know, the definition of spa, which you might have one on every corner, is hydrotherapy. So how many spas do you know? That have hydrotherapy, very very few. Uh, to me, the definition that I uh, defined years and years ago is a special pampering attitude, and it's that attitude from the time the guest calls to set up the appointment, or you know inquire, uh, to the moment they leave. It's creating that not only attitude and energy of the business, but each and every person work in it. So. I I could go on and on with it, but like you said, the mission doesn't change; the strategy does, and um, you know. So it's that clarity of the mission of it. So my uh, my gals, several of them, I should say, have recently in the last year started their own business, and um, it's it's uh, so gra- uh, gratifying to me to hear them. I just sit back and listen, and they're speaking about that special pampering attitude, and so many of my other um, pieces to my culture, uh, training. So it's really understanding that mission vision and, and then values, of course, and then executing it. So thank you. I hope that helped someone, but it's really getting granular with that mission. Have a blessed time in DC. I went to college there. So I have my heart in DC as well. So talk to you soon. Be blessed.
1: Oh, fun, Megan. And yes, I, you know, it's that mission, right? I mean, Megan, you have you were able to build an organization. Like, having, when we have a strong mission in our organization, one that people understand, know, appreciate, and understand the connection, like, that's when everybody wins. That's when organizations, not only do they do better, but they have more fun doing it, right? Like, when we're focused on mission and we're focused on, and we know, We know how all of those pieces connect. Again, as a leader, that's your responsibility. It's your responsibility. Your number one role as a leader is to help your people grow. That's it. Like it's to help you. If your people get better and grow, your organization is going to grow. Like when we help give our people skills, when we help people just rediscover their dreams for themselves personally, they show up at work differently because they know you believe in them. Like the best way that you can engage somebody is to ask them what their dreams like. Ask anyone today, what's your dream? You're going to see, even though they might kind of be stumped a little bit like, wait, what are they asking me? Because no one asks that. When they start talking about their dreams, their eyes are going to light up. They become more engaged and then you get them talking and when you as a leader know the dreams of your people and you can help them achieve those dreams you can celebrate when those dreams happen think about how differently they show up at work they're pursuing and becoming more engaged in their own life which means they're becoming more engaged in their work life because there's no difference there's no you know there's no business Dakota and profession and, and personal Dakota. There's no Kim. That's like this completely different person in a business life than her professional life. We are a person. We're a person. If you're highly disengaged in your own life, chances are you're pretty disengaged at work too. So this is a gift that we get to give our people. And when we give that gift, of helping people understand that what they do matters, that getting better matters. Like this is why coaching is a gift. Being a coaching leader to the people on your team, every single person on your team, when you get to lift them up, build them up, get them to become better every single day. That's what I love about what you shared, Megan, because you helped your people grow while they were there and now they get to go off and do other things and they will never forget you. Because we each have leaders in our, or in our lives, someone, maybe it wasn't even something that we worked, someone that we worked for, but someone that made such an impact in our life and we still use the principles or the things that we learned from them years ago. And they, we take that into our next career, our next journey, our next relationship. It's a gift that we get to give our people. So making that connection and having that clear mission all right i think we have time for one or two more who else wants to share around hey kate
4: topic? oh good morning good morning yeah, so bonjour bonjour let's put it this way from paris this is samira honestly really amazing absolutely for me the mission is like the glue because it makes everyone really relate to that so that was very important for me i mean nothing more than a mission when you, everyone has that same mission and relate to it it really makes it great and then about the dreams that's the why that makes us vibrate every day you know and go in and i love people even in my team to ask them like what is the dream this isn't one thing and i really loved uh what you said about uh, guess whose dream what is the dream of other and i have a in the south of france a great incredible event with more than 250 people i'm gonna do that that would be an amazing thing to us so thank you for that this is samira from paris thank you kate oh samira hello from paris that's so awesome yes it's a super
1: fun exercise if you have a team i definitely recommend you do it so Like I shared, have each person, each member of your team, write a dream down on a piece of paper. You collect all those dreams. And then you read those dreams aloud, and everybody gets to guess whose dream it is. It's such a fun exercise. You learn so much about the people. in your organization, it's really, it's really fun. So definitely do that as a fun exercise for your teams. It's a great team building. It's a great way to kind of start off, lead one of your, one of your meetings. Well, everyone, I am so grateful for all of you. Thank you so much for, for allowing me to, to do this segment every single week. It's really fun uh, to be able to spend some time with you. I hope that you got some takeaways. I always love when, if you did, please message me over on Instagram and let me know what was your biggest takeaway from this morning's session. Um, Also, if you want to get your free culture assessment, you can just DM me culture assessment on Instagram and I'll send you the link so you can discover what is your culture score? How would your school, um, how would your company score on if you have a dynamic culture? Um, And like I said, this week over on my YouTube channel, I'm excited to be, or next week. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, I'm interviewing some really fun people over on YouTube live. So connect with me over on YouTube. And if you have a YouTube channel yourself and you're growing and building it, uh, please message me because I would love to um, subscribe to your channel as well. So we can be, we can be YouTube buddies and support each other's growth because that is what we do here in Breakfast with Champions. We are here to lift each other up, help each other, support each other. And um, I am grateful for all of you.
3: And